Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, my name's Michael Laminato and this is Qualifying Day at the 2023 Sao Paulo Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pit Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts and on today's episode, a severe thunderstorm ends qualifying early with Max Verstappen on pole position. What a surprise. But did the wild weather prevent Mercedes and McLaren from challenging the champion for top spot? Lando Norris certainly thinks so, but the Briton will start the race from 6th on Sunday's grid. And the fact today's session won't mean anything until Sunday, another two days from now, is on the F1 agenda. This is the last sprint weekend of the year, and the sport is considering changes to the format for 2024 to make the weekend less confusing. But it's easier said than done. And while the wind and rain wrought havoc on Interlagos, considerably better news for the circuit was its new long-term F1 contract, a turnaround from just a few years ago when the sport seemed determined to leave Brazil. To wrap up a day of weather chaos in Sao Paulo, let's hear now from your host, keeping dry somewhere in the paddock, it's Julianne Serasoli. You probably hear some music in the background, probably a lot of people talking as well, because I'm inside the studio where the Brazilian TV has been broadcasting the race from Interlagos. And this sits right at the top of the race control building. And I wasn't here when the rain was hitting Interlagos. I think it was the hardest rain I've ever seen in my life. But they said the studio was shaking from side to side. And they they had some scary moments here. They thought, okay, what do we do? Do we stop this broadcast? Do we all leave? So everybody who could leave went uh, look for shelter and the main commentators stayed here and braced themselves but everything was fine in the end the studio is here everything is now it's so funny because it's only uh, two hours after qualifying was over after the horrible rain that I think it took only 10 minutes and made a lot of damage to the, the whole of the city and now I'm I'm recording this and watching the news. There's damage absolutely everywhere in the city of Sao Paulo. But now there's a beautiful sunset just outside. So it's a a crazy day. Sao Paulo has some crazy weather, but this is just another level. So they turned tonight in the final moments of qualifying for the Sao Paulo Grand Prix. It was fine until... The last few minutes, the last couple of minutes, it got darker and darker and darker, and then it started to rain, and of course, the session was over. So drivers had only one chance to set the fastest lap uh, before the water fell in the last minutes of Q3. And funnily enough, Max Verstappen was even surprised to take pole position for Sunday's race because the humidity increased to such an extent 
even before the rain started to fall properly, that the asphalt became really slippery and the cars began to slide. So Max didn't think he had a good lap at all, but he ended up being on pole. Charles Leclerc took second place and Lance Stroll surprised with a third place just ahead of teammate Fernando Alonso. The team was, uh, as a Martin team, was the big sensation, I think, in the end, with both drivers achieving clean laps while others made mistakes. But it's also true that Aston Martin found a good configuration for its car. Remember uh, on the podcast yesterday, I was mentioning that they were trying to see the best parts, uh, the best combination of parts that they could use after the upgrade that a lot of people call the downgrade of Austin, just unbalancing the car a lot. So here in Interlagos, they are using the floor. It's like half new, half old floor, and that seems to have worked. Among the drivers who made a mistake in their only chance in Q3, The most angry I could see when he was leaving the car, he was really angry at himself, was Lando Norris. The British driver made a, he wasn't a good lap, a very good lap actually, when he slipped in the final part and he said, oh, I have lost a possible pole position. He was very confident with the car. And his teammate Oscar Piastri also lost the car in the last part of the track and caused a yellow flag that hindered other drivers who were closing the laps. So Piastri was tense. I met Gilles Diferrin, who is working with McLaren, of course, Brazilian ex-Indycar uh, driver, and he was like, oh, I cannot believe what a chance we missed because the car was looking really good. I told him, there's a sprint tomorrow. They could do well in the sprint. With all the chaos of the last few minutes, the Mercedes, who had been running reasonably well, were further behind with Lewis Hamilton in fifth position. They complained about the lack of temperature in the tires, uh, which affected the final lap they have. There was a sudden drop of temperature. So the track changed a lot in the dying moments of qualifying. And this change was in a bad direction for Mercedes. Let's remember Mercedes, very often they suffer when there's a lack of temperature. The same thing happened actually in um, Mexico last week. Because of that, they are very good in the race as well because they are gentle with how they put temperatures uh, on the tires. We weren't supposed to be having qualifying when it started to rain. It was a delayed start because the track needed to be swept because it was very dirty. Alonso complained it was too dirty. It's not uh, on the level that it should be for a Formula One race. And from what I've seen in the pit lane, which is what I have access to, it was quite dirty. So Alonso did have a point. Now, after the rain, It's super dirty, of course, so more cleaning will have to be done ahead of um, tomorrow's activities. The Brazilian flag was ripped from the post. The Sao Paulo flag, the city of Sao Paulo and the state of Sao Paulo flag, they were nearly ripped off as well. And But more importantly, there were at least two uh, grandstands with damaged structures. One of the roofs partially collapsed. The other was just the top part was removed, so nobody was hurt. But another one, it was partially collapsed. So uh, as I'm recording this, still the organizers, they haven't 
told us if anybody got injured, but if nobody did, it was a very lucky escape. There was also water entering the broadcasting cabins and the paddock in Sao Paulo. It is covered, but it's covered in a very weird way with like two levels. And when it rains, very often it does rain in the paddock, but it, it rained a lot in the paddock this time, as if there was no roof at all. Just to try to picture what happened for 10 minutes of hell in Interlagos, the wind reached uh, gusts of 104 kilometers per hour in the airport, which is nearby. It's like 14 kilometers from the track, the Congonhas Airport. So it was recorded that 104 kilometers per hour of gusts of wind. Before that, it was a nice party, actually. There was a, a fruit stand, which was a huge success. So there was lots of different fruits for, from different regions of Brazil, and everybody really loved the coconut water. So everybody had coconuts in their hands, uh, enjoying the coconut water. There, there was guava, watermelon, everything very good, very sweet, very different from the fruits uh, the F1 people get in, in Europe. I can tell you that firsthand because I, I, I was raised with this kind of food and now I live in Europe. I know it's very different there. It was also a very good day before the rain because Sao Paulo announced they renewed the contract. So the contract was uh, up until 2025 and now it's up until 2030. Let's remember that a few years ago, In 2020, we almost lost the Brazilian Grand Prix. Liberty Media didn't want to be with the same promoter that was doing the Brazilian Grand Prix for many, many years. And then came Rio, which was not a very serious proposition, but there was a moment in which Liberty said, okay, if there's nothing better than this, we are leaving Brazil. We are not doing the Brazilian Grand Prix anymore. And then Sao Paulo, the city of Sao Paulo, the state of Sao Paulo, took over, a new promoter took over, and now we have the Sao Paulo Grand Prix, that's why it's the Sao Paulo Grand Prix, and we're going to have it uh, at least until 2030. Also before the rain, Toto Wolf confirmed that the team bosses and F1, everybody's looking for a new sprint format, and what they're looking at is to change the, the shadow, so So the shootout would move for Friday, and then on Saturday, you would do the sprint in the morning, qualifying at normal time in the afternoon, Saturday afternoon, and then, of course, the race on Sunday. But having the sprint and the qualifying at the same day doesn't seem to be the best idea, does it? Because nobody will want to risk a crash or something. Uh, in the sprint, having little time to rebuild the car for qualifying. So this needs to be really studied, uh, but it is a bit confusing the way it is now, and F1 is trying to change that. A funny fact from today, we heard what happened to Kevin Magnussen. So he was on the Pacific coast in Mexico after the race, and then he went to the airport and he realized there was no booking for him to fly to Brazil so that's why he missed uh, Thursday so he ended up going to uh, Mexico City and then to Bogota and finally made it to Brazil made it in time 
for all the action on Friday. So that's all the news from me here in Interlagos. Uh, my feet are a bit wet, but I'm safe. I hope everybody was safe. You, there was uh, there were some really scary moments here in Interlagos today. Uh, no forecast for rain for the next few days, as I mentioned on Thursday. What we should have is a drop in temperature, but also it's really hard to predict what happens with the weather here. So see you later. E ciao ciao. Thanks very much to Julianne, who's in Brazil all this weekend, largely keeping dry in the Interlagos paddock. Make sure you don't miss an update from the Sao Paulo Grand Prix by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. While you're there, check out the Pit Pass Motorsports blog, powered by Podium Life, featuring racing articles and motorsport industry news. You can also keep up to date with goings-on between episodes by following Julianne on social media. Just check the links in the show description. My name's Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.